the Health Habits Coach Podcast. This is the Monday Habit with your host, Claire George. So let's begin. Well, hi everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to Monday Habit number eight on this very first day of 2024. And as promised, I have got this amazing resource. It's all about living 2024 the smart habit way. So what is the smart habit way? Well, it's using your incredible brain that each of you have to create your own sort of individual smart strategy for success in 2024, all the way from inception to implementation. So what does that look like, you might ask? What does a smart habit way look like? Well, today I'm going to coach you through the step-by-step. But before I can get into that, I do just need to quickly recap last episode, um, which was the extended um, Thursday episode on reflection habits uh, as the superpower sort of tool to review your 2023. So it was like a, a smart reflection Um, review of 2023 and the episode really went into a lot of depth as is needed to fully understand what reflection is Um, and you know sort of understand the main thing that you you get from doing a full reflective review of your 2023 is that you really understand where you are at right now you understand what you managed to achieve um, and what you didn't and and what is working for you, what isn't, what are your strengths and weaknesses, this kind of stuff. Um, But also how you experienced the last year, which is really important because whether you enjoyed 2023, whether you found it pretty horrible in patches, these will then impact your brain as to how willing it's going to be to try and adopt these new whether it's goals, intentions, resolutions, whatever name you want to give to it for 2024, your brain has already got a little bit of resistance potentially. Um, And so the more awareness you have, the better. So just to recap it, we we explored, um, you know, sort of reflection and how it helps you understand your decisions. Um, Because within your decisions, you have this sort of intuition and intuitive sort of element and emotional part. And then you have this logical thinking part of a decision sequence. And most of us focus on the logical aspects. So when we do a 2020 review. You think of it as a list of what you did or didn't do when actually what we really want to tap into, which reflection done well and done right does, is it taps into the emotional experience of 2023 and each of the things, the key kind of things that happened Um, and that led ultimately to your thoughts, your actions and your outcomes of the year. Um, So once you've identified, you know, when and how your brain did a little iteration as well, like when it did a leap of growth, um, it learned something in in 2023. It tried to do a new thing or it tried to do the same thing, but a different way. And it learned something. So by doing this reflection, you also tap into to really becoming aware of where you grew and how you grew in 2023. Um, So you can then be in a position to understand what was possible for you in 2023 versus what is possible for you in 2024. And to go from what, you know, to so what, to now what. 
and be able to look ahead into 2024 with confidence, with knowledge and awareness as you create your smart plan for change. But do just remember the golden rule of last week's episode, and that was do not compare yourself with others at any point in this, you know, sort of part one, part two, really is a golden rule. Okay. So, okay, now we've completed that and we've, we've recapped the SMART reflection. Let's get into, um, you know, this, this uh, how to do sort of mapping and strategy and, you know, why that's important um, and why is that the second, you know, sort of superpower tool that I'm coaching you all on. And it's because it really helps you understand, um, you know, sort of all, you know, if you think of a map, if you think of the word map, and you actually think of a map, <laughs> a map of the world, <laughs> I don't know, a, a car route map, you know, sat nav, a map, it's got a lot of information. And if that information was all written down just in words, it would be really overwhelming and kind of like bombarding, like, oh, there's too much detail, I can't take it all in at once. Um, but what's that quote around that an image can convey, you know, thousands of words. And that's why a map is such a useful tool because we're trying to, you know, sort of get into um, a design, if you like, for your for a whole year of your life, a whole year of 365 days worth of actions or, or intentions or whatever it is that we're, we're trying to map out. So it's a lot of information. And um, and so what a map can do is, is if, you know, giving you the tips on how to create um, a visual version of all that info. Um, so, and also a, a map allows you to see sort of a route. Um, you know, that's when we typically use maps, isn't it? Is to, to okay, this is where I am and I want to head, I want to head um, to another place. As I, one of my, um, one of the folks in my uh, coaching groups last year said, um, said, oh my gosh, I was talking about brain training and neural pathways in one session. And she suddenly said, that's where I've been going wrong. I keep trying to go from Birmingham to Milton Keynes when actually I want to go to London. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, exactly. So we need a map, don't we, to be able to plan and plot our journey. And um, a smart strategy is all about the different kinds of, you know, sort of evaluation really is, is what where the strategy comes into with the map. So we develop the map and the visual so we, we can develop our route and, and our journey. And, and then we develop a strategy so we can understand how to go about, you know, what time of day do I want to set off when I'm going on that trip to London, you know, and how busy will the traffic be if I try and go at a commute hour, it's going to be a very different journey to if I go in the middle of the day or on a Sunday versus on a Friday afternoon after work. You know, these kinds of things are how we would think about sort of, you know, mapping and being strategic around route mapping. Um, and so it's no different when it comes to your health and your habits. Um, so, but I've got these steps and let's, let's dive in. So the first step is um, a self-assessment. And this is the most important step really, um, because you really need to understand what it is, you know, that's working for you and what isn't and what, what do you want to develop 
What is the core aim of your development? And, you know, I am, you know, I've got a master's in, in health psychology, which is all the biopsychosocial aspects of health. It's all about mapping a person's lived experience of their health. In order to help you do it yourself, um, what it really fundamentally comes down to is that the the World Health Organization um, says that there's four key dimensions of health, and that's your physical health, your mental health, your social health, and your spiritual health. And um, and within each of those, you know, there's lots of different habits and different elements, aren't there, of your physical health or of your mental health. Um, but within across those, the, there are really four key cornerstone lifestyle habits that are going to, they're called cornerstones because they're going to give you the biggest bang for buck. You start impacting one of these four cornerstones and you really will have ripple effects across the whole experience of your day and your life and your health. And those four are nutrition, movement, sleep and stress. And basically pretty much every single person I've coached of the 2,000 plus people have coached, we're working on one or multiples of those four sort of habit groups, nutrition, movement, sleep, and stress. Um, but what you work on as an individual will be completely down to you and your experience of your life, yet your day. And that is where influences come in. And the influences um, are wide and varied and very individual. So they're subjective, um, but they are very, very important. And too many coaches and too many programs out there just focus on those dimensions of health and those cornerstone habits. And you leap into the actual actions, and that's great, except for, I know because the research shows this, that, you know, what is going on, how you experience your health, how you feel about doing more movement, how you found cutting out some sugar in your diet, that is going to have as big an impact than just knowledge and opportunity to join a gym and get fit. That's one part of the equation and it is an important part, but it's only one part. And so really to understand you and what is going to work for you and going to bring you the changes or the, the improvements or the development you want, then you really need to understand what causes you distress, what uplifts you and what are the different influences that are on you and your life and health. Now that could be your work and your boss, it could be family, could be relationships with significant others, it could be the environment you live in and you know it could be access to nature and a lack of that, it could be influences from money um, and ha not having enough money, it could be influences from roles and responsibilities and very very limited on time. So you would need to be able to kind of map and list all the, the core sort of aspects of your of your of your physical health and mental health uh, and spiritual you know and then uh, as i say it's in particular those four habits of nutrition movement sleep and stress plus what is nobbling you what is getting in the way what creates barriers and that's typically the more individual influences that i've just been talking about so, um, but I do want you to know that I, I have developed a health audit, a health and life influence audit, which if you want to contact me, it's www.thehealthhabitscoach.com 
forward slash contact, shoot me an email and I would be really happy to email you over that PDF. It is several pages because it is quite a bit of information, but it will guide you through a research-based health audit and you can, you can then figure out all of that information. Um, but you, you can just get and go with it from what I've, what I've told you, um, which, whichever you prefer. So um, now you can create your system, your health landscape. You've got the details, the data. But what you haven't got at this point, you've just got a load of words. If you've got each of those things listed on a piece of paper, that's a lot of words. But it's, it, it'll be, you won't be able to see the wood for the trees too easily. So this is where the map, the super power tool of the map comes in. And this is step two. And that's where we're going to kind of put some of that, those details into a visual format. All right. And there's three key ways that you can do this. Um, and you can do all three or you could do one. But I really would recommend you having a go at putting it into a visual sort of way. And that would be one option is a spray diagram. Um, you can always just, you know, Google spray diagram to get a sense of it. But in, in essence, I just put like um, Claire health and then I put off, I don't know, work or I put off, you know, sort of my nutrition and then I, and I list the, a plus and a minus. And then all of a sudden I, I, I've got this visual map of my, of my health and influences. One, um, the second option, which I really love and it um, is a rich picture. And a rich picture is where you do, um, you basically do like a spray diagram, but instead of it all just being words, but arranged in a visual way, it's, um, you use little doodles, like little, little pictures. So you might, um, and obviously you could do this on a, on a computer and use little emojis or use little symbols to really develop the richness of experiences around your health and your habits and the things that you want to try and create in 2024. And then finally um, is a systems thinking onion is what they call an onion. And it's like the layers of an onion and each one. So it starts with the individual and then out and out and out sort of, you know, but they all influence you. And to get a sense of that, you can look at a previous blog post that I did on holistic health. And I wrote that on October 30th. It's on my website, healthhabitscoach.com. And, um, you know, on, on blog, um, forward slash blog, um, go find the holistic health blog post on, on October 30th. And that has a visual representation of that. And you could use that as a way of mapping out your, your different influences. OK, so once you've you've now you've done the identification, you've done the mapping of the identification of, of your health landscape. And now we've got the third step. And that is to figure out the priorities. So this is all about using the info and the and steps one and two that you've identified, your strengths, your weaknesses, the areas and habits you want to work on, and then deciding the priorities. You've only got so much time, so much money, so much energy. So which is it? We can't do everything. Which is it of those things, looking at it, that, that, that map, that you really want to improve or that you really want to have less of a problem with. And, um, and, and so that's where your focus needs to go. And so in this step three, you're creating the key growth, you know, your goals, if you like, if you want to call them um, that. Um, but the direction that, you know, the key focus, it's, it's all about where you're going to focus your resources in 2024. 
Um, so try to limit this to one, maybe two areas. Maybe it is sleep or movement. Maybe it's nutrition and movement. But, but try not to try and go for everything because it'll just be too much. You know, if you get really going with it, then you can always add in halfway through the year. Um, but, but really try and stick to one to two areas. And these are going to become your north stars of directional change. And it's a north star that you're going to track towards for 365 days. Every sunrise is a new day. And every day you're going to be like, I'm trying to eat less sugar. I'm trying to get more fit. I'm trying to make sure I have seven to eight hours of sleep. I'm trying to make sure I drink half a gallon of water a day. Whatever it is that you've identified as your North Star that you really, by the end of 2024, you want to be able to go, yeah, that's just who I am now. That's just what I eat now. That's just what I do now. That's just how I feel now. That's what you want to be um, identifying as your North Star and tracking towards. And... Um, and then what you'll do is you'll, you'll map out, you know, sort of you'll break down that North Star into, you know, you'll chunk it down from, you know, into, into big leaps and then into steps and then smaller and smaller into your micro moves. And that will kind of look like, so your annual, so the end of 2024 will be your North Star. Um, your quarterly, so you've got four quarters, each quarter will have a big leap that you'll identify would would you would consider a big leap towards that North Star. And then monthly um, sort of identi identify the steps. So one step toward that big leap would be a monthly sort of, um, you know, sort of you'd identify. And then finally down to the weekly, the micro moves. So each week you're going to make one micro move toward that. So an example might be, I'm trying to cut out sugar. I'm trying to really reduce how much sugar I eat. So that might be your North Star. A quarterly um, leap, a big leap might be, I literally, I don't eat any biscuits, chocolate or cake. It might be, for example, or it might be a gram amount. You might go, I'm going to go from, I've calculated I typically eat 50, 60 grams a day. I'm going to try and get it to 25 to 30 grams a day. Um, you know, so that might be a big leap, right? And then, then it's so many grams. So every quarter I'm going to cut by five grams a day on average. Um, so that at the end of the year, end of 2024, I've cut by 20 grams of sugar, the amount of added sugar that I eat. That's an example of how you do it. And then the monthly step would be I've cut out buying, you know, biscuits. Um, and then a weekly micro move might be um, I no longer have um, cake when I go for my, to meet my friend for a coffee at the coffee shop. Um, so, so you can see how you've gone from quite a small action, but they each link toward that North Star direction. Okay, so, um, and then we've got step four. And step four is about gathering research, following mentors, finding people and info that lights up the path ahead of you. You're going into the unknown. It's like being an explorer. The reason I love North Star is it because it makes me think of, of being captain of your boat. But a few hundred years ago when they got on a boat and there was no tech and they just literally at Southampton, they headed for America or whatever, right? 
and um, and they just charted that boat toward the north, you know, using the North Star toward America, for example. And and what I love though is that they had different people on board that boat, didn't they? They had um, you know people who could read maps, and then they had sailors to do this, and then they had cooks to make sure there was enough food for the journey, and do the and and take care of that. And that's what you want to do in step four: is gather the information the people, find mentors, find the people who have knowledge of the journey that lies ahead for you. And and then, you know, follow them if it's online or buy their book or um, or if it's a friend, ask if you can join along with them on their little ramblers club or whatever it is that they're doing that's a little bit further ahead of where you're at in your journey. Um, so gather around that. And link to that is step five which is about having a written list of your network, your support system, your friends and family, your colleagues. It could be clubs like recreational clubs. It could be coaches or trainers, but basically have a written list of your network. So that when you feel lost, so that when you feel, which you will, <laughs> and when you feel like giving up, which you will, and when you feel like I can't do this, which you will, you can look at that list, that network, and think, who can I call? Just like I'm on, you know, what's the game show? Um, who wants to be a millionaire? Call a friend, right? And you might, it's not like, it doesn't have to be a physical, actual friend. It might be on that list, that network, is, I don't know, I get down on myself. So I have Tony Robbins on the list. And I go and look at a motivational video on YouTube of Tony Robbins. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm so pumped. I'm, I'm primed, as he'd say, right? So, but have your list and have it ready. Um, you know, really, really, that's a great, um, a great way of helping you not give up. And then step six is tracking and accountability. So that's all about, you know, the tech, you know, maybe it is a smartwatch, maybe it's an app, you know, I absolutely love my, I would never have a meditation practice and have the, uh, the joy and the, the amazing outcomes that I have of having had that practice every day for three years without the car map. So it, I wouldn't have done it on my own. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's something as simple as reminders and being able to put reminders um, in your phone or reminders on a wall calendar. Maybe it's getting a streak going. So it's that red cross on the calendar. Um, whatever helps remind you and nudge you and keep you focused with your time, your money and your energy on your North Star will help you. And so finally, you know, Finally, when you've done all those steps, all those six steps, you know, just remember that. Know your North Star. Know it. Feel it. Taste it. Touch it. Feel the direction that you're headed in. And that's what achievement is always based on. It is never actually based on a finish or a time or a, a, an amount it's not the measurables, it's the immeasurables that count. And so never give up, because if you have never given up, if you are on the captain of your boat headed for America or whatever your North Star is, and you just don't give up, then you could be lost at sea for a long time, but you're still 
tracking and trying to get to your North Star, you haven't given up. And as a health habits coach, that is the single biggest piece of advice and wisdom I can give you that I take from having helped 2,000 people change their health through their daily habits. Okay, so that was quite a lot. So let's do a quick recap on how to make sure your 2024 ends in alignment with your hopes and wishes on this New Year's Day. So number one, know your start, your 2023 reflection review. What is possible in your 2024? Number two, know, uh, you, you know, develop and do your smart map of your health landscape across all four dimensions of health and all the key influences that appear in your day-to-day life. Number three, know your 2024 priorities. What do you want to give any spare time, money, energy to in the year ahead? And have your priorities organised around them. Number four, Gather all the information, all the people that you may need to help you along the way to never give up. Number five, just keep heading for your North Star for the next 365 days. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Like Finding Nemo, it'll be an epic journey of untolds and unknowns. But when you come to do your 2024 Smart Reflective Review, You'll be amazed at how much more happiness and health happens with a smart habit hub and strategy. So I wish you all bon voyage, all the best. And, you know, do follow the Health Habit Coach. Do follow the podcast. Do let me help you, nudge you along the way to your health habits in 2024. Until the next episode, I wish for you all to stay really healthy.